You are listening to How Does She Do It, episode 37. Welcome to the ride. Thank you for listening to another episode of How Does She Do It, a podcast dedicated to sharing practical insight and honest perspective on being grown. My name is Tiffany, and I'm your host. And if this is your first time listening to How Does She Do It, welcome. We're happy to have you. If this is your second, third, fifth, 37th time, I'm happy to have you back. It's good to be back. It's been a little bit of a while, but I am... I've been doing a lot of thinking about the direction of the show, some new changes that I want to bring to the show, and I've been running around doing some excellent things outside of the podcast, but I want to share some of those things with you. But before I do that, I have a few pre-show announcements. The show notes, also known really as the blog for the podcast, can be found at howdoesshedoitpodcast.com. You can listen to the show. If you're hearing it right now, that means you're already listening to it, but you can tell a friend to tell a friend that the show is available on Acast, Overcast, iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play Music. I'm going to be looking to get on to TuneIn. Uh, iHeartRadio is now hosting podcasts as well. So if you want to listen to it and you don't want to listen to it on one of the traditional ways, there are lots of podcast apps out there that allow you to listen to my show as well as many others. You can also follow the show on the Twitters and the Instagrams at how does underscore she do it. You can also follow me on Twitter and Instagram. My handle is at Tiff South and that's Tiff with two F's. And if you want, you can like the show's Facebook page, facebook.com slash how does she do a podcast. And if you ever have questions, topics, want to give feedback, have um, things that you want to just share with me about the progress that you're making based on some of the things that you've heard on the podcast, you can send an email to Tiffany at how does she do a podcast.com. I love, love, love to hear from you. And as always, thank you for your ratings and reviews. If you have not had a chance to leave a rating and review in the iTunes store, please feel free to do so so at your earliest convenience. And when I say rating and review, I'm hoping that that's going to be a five-star rating and review because that's kind of how we show each other love, right? So you can search for the podcast by going into the podcast app on your phone on your iPad or even on your computer, and you can type in how does she do it, the podcast will pop up, you tap that, and then you will see three little like a a menu and one of the menus will be write a review and you just put, you know, just tap that and then you just leave a leave a a rating that way. I'm not going to say tap that anymore because it sounds weird. But anyway, um, And please listen to the end until the end of this episode, because I always read a listener review at the end of the episode. And this week, I'm going to be sharing an email that I got from a listener very recently that really put a smile on my face. So with that, let's get into this week's Just My Thoughts. Just My Thoughts is the segment of the show where I share just my thoughts on current events, things that I'm watching, things that I'm engaging with, or experiences that I've had in in between recording episodes. And so this week's Just My Thoughts is I'm going to do things, try and do things a little bit differently. I'm experiment experimenting with some things, so bear with me. But I do have one current event story to share. I found out <laughs> I was on, um, of course, the internet, which is where all of us spend a lot of our time. But there's a picture going around of Michelle Obama wearing her hair natural and in this kind of like low 
puff bun kind of thing. And people are going crazy. And I was so excited when I saw it because Michelle Obama, of course, is this, she's a dynamic, amazing woman for so many different reasons. One of the things that I've always wished to see, even though I know I will never, ever see it is like whether she wears a head tie when she goes to sleep at night and what her head tie looks like. Like to me it's, and I know it's like, she has to, because she's a black woman and I don't really know. Not maybe she doesn't have to, and not every black woman does this, but a lot of people, I think a lot of black women wear head ties when they go to bed. But anyway, I did not realize that Michelle Obama has not had a perm in her hair for like going on seven years or so. So she is straight, wears her, she's natural, but wears her hair straight like I do. So shout out to all the natural girls who wear their hair straight. We too are natural and we too care um, about natural hair. So, um, but it was just a really cool, it's just a really cool thing to see. And then to see pictures of her and President Obama, like just just looking like they're having fun, looking like they're enjoying life. I saw a picture of them. I think they were in New York and they looked like they were on like visiting New York City for New York Fashion Week week. President Obama had his like had no tie on his, you know, his first couple buttons on his shirt one button. Michelle was just looking glorious as always. And then there are pictures of, of President Obama with no shirt on on vacation. His hat is backwards. They're just like she Michelle has like two ponytails and they just look like they just look like they are living life like they are resting. Thing. They're still working, I'm sure, and but they are taking time with each other, it seems like, with to themselves and just really refreshing and rejuvenating. And it just it's amazing to see. So I just want to shout out President Obama and First Lady Michelle Obama, former First Lady for Michelle Obama, but she'll always be my First Lady in my heart for just living life and just pursuing right now the things that you two want to pursue. I, I'm Again, I'm making assumptions, but my guess is that they are living life a bit more on their terms than they could as, you know, be living and like working and running a country and being a leader of what people say is the free world. So that's my current events kind of thing, which is not really so much of a current event. But the other thing that I want to start doing is sharing more of the more about the things that I'm listening to and the kind of books that I'm reading slash listening to the podcasts that I'm listening to that are I really think are enriching me because I think one of the things that makes learning and makes this medium so powerful is that we can learn so much from other people and it doesn't cost us much. It might cost us some time. We might have to take time to take a few notes, pull over while, while we're driving, whatever the case may be. But there is so much information available, so much so that it's a bit overwhelming. If I told y'all the number of books that I have in my Audible right now that I have started and stopped and keep starting and stopping, you would judge me if you saw the number of podcasts that I'm subscribed to that I do have not listened to yet, you probably would also judge me. But it's just because I am a I'm a sponge for information and I've been listening to a lot of I'm spending a lot of my time trying to study people who have the kind of success that I envision for myself and and trying to understand their habits and their business models and the mistakes that they've made. And so in order to do that, I have to absorb a significant amount of information to do so. But when you do that, that the the mindset then becomes kind of a part of your frame of reference. And it becomes, it helps influence your own thinking and your own perspective and the way that you move. And it's not to say that you should, or I am trying to copy word for word or move by move any of the people that I admire. But in order to learn from the greats, you have to study the greats. In order to learn any subject in school, you have to spend time reading that material, practicing, trying different things. 
seeing how things fit and work for you. And that is what I'm trying to do. That's one of the, the phases that I'm in, I think, in my life right now, in, in addition to many other things. But uh, so this week, I came across a podcast called What It Takes. And the podcast is hosted by an organization called the American Academy of Achievement. And it is a nonprofit foundation that, quote, sparked the imaginations of young people across America and around the globe by bringing them into direct personal contact with the preeminent leaders of our times. And the episode, the podcast is, is relatively new, but this organization has been around for 50 years. So they've been interviewing leaders for that much time. And the two episodes that I gravitated to immediately were the interview with Justice Sotomayor and the and conversations with Dr. Maya Angelou, who are two women that I greatly admire, greatly respect, and want to just know so much more about their lives and their experiences. But when you listen to these two interviews, and I actually plan to listen to them again because I was driving when I was listening to them, so I couldn't take notes, but the gems and the jewels and the bombs that these women dropped in their conversations about race, about their experiences as women, about their intellect, about the challenges that they've overcome, about what it takes to be able to navigate a world that you have not been given a blueprint to navigate. Dr. Maya Angelou said, she said, racism is like salt to black people in America. It is so familiar to us in the way that salt is familiar to our palate. And I was like, what? Like every, every word that she, like every sentence that she says is like poetry. And if you've never heard Dr. Angelou speak or say anything, may she rest in peace. She, her voice, the tone of her voice, number one, draws you in. And then the words, it's like you're hanging on every single word that she speaks. And so when I say I am interested in learning about the craft that I believe is one of the things that I'm gifted to do, it's by listening to people who I believe are, number one, extremely intelligent, extremely accomplished, but who just speak in such powerful, powerful ways. So to listen to, to the, the kind of words that they use, the way that they put words together, and then figure out how in my own style, in my own way to adopt the styles and the, and the useful pieces of what makes these people, these speakers so prolific. That's what I'm trying to do. And that's what I'm trying to build. So I say that to hopefully inspire if for whatever that whatever it is that you're working on, whatever it is that you are interested in trying to achieve, figure out who the people are in that area that you need to study and get to know and and figure out how to either get in contact with them or or study the things that they have done. I have a friend of mine who it will actually be featured on the show in the next coming weeks. She is studying to be a gynecological oncologist. And so in her field there are people who are known to do what to do to perform surgery and to help cure and heal cancer and so she latches to those people and she works to be their understudies and to study the writing that they do and the research that they do and figure out how to be involved in their surgeries in the way that in the best way that she can and and that's not anything like like it's a very different kind of field than what I'm in but that I just use that example to show there are so many different ways for you to find and get connected to people who are great at the thing that you are trying to do. It's a matter of you taking your own initiative to find out who those people are and study them in the best way that you can. And so much of this, this information is free. You can, if you don't want to have an audible subscription, 
which one day I'm going to call it out. They're not a sponsor of the show, but God willing, they will become a sponsor of the show one day. Um, you can do download an app like Overdrive and you can take out audiobooks from a library and return them that way or books from a Kindle if you don't actually want to go to a physical library and get a physical book. There's so many low cost ways to learn things about the thing that you care about and that what you want to do. And you have to take the initiative to do that thing for yourself. So just find out what it is, think about what it is that you're interested in and find out how you can get access to more of that information so you can continue to build your craft, hone your passion and, and be more fluid and fluent in your purpose. If that makes sense. And that concludes this week's just my thoughts. We are now into April as of this recording. That means winter is making its way out. And I say that just because it's been kind of chilly still, even though it's technically spring already. And a new quarter, it has begun, right? So the first quarter of the year is wrapped up and we are now entering a new quarter. Tax season is here. We might, may or may not be getting refund checks in the next several weeks. Some of you may have already gotten yours. And this is really an opportunity, I think, to reflect in a different way, right? The beginning of the year is New Year's resolution, new year, new me, I'm, you know, whatever, whatever. You don't know how I feel about new year, new me. But now that the hype has kind of dissipated, where are we now? And I want to take the next couple minutes to talk about the importance of appreciating where you are and your value and how four ways that you can appreciate your value. And I say this because in the last three weeks, and actually longer than that, because if we can think about Representative Maxine Waters has been in Congress for in the House of Representatives for a very, very long time. She is now reaching new heights of fame, I think. Maybe for maybe you were more familiar with her than I was, but she is all over the place because she is so vocal about her opposition to what is happening in Washington and in the government right now. We have women like Angela Rye who have been on the front lines in these conversations telling so many talking heads on television how really straight up how it is. We have women like April Ryan who is a White House correspondent who has been disrespected on more than one occasion by this by um Sean Spicer. And what we are seeing as we come off of Women's History Month, I was just thinking about the importance of not allowing these kinds of conversations to diminish what we know to be true within ourselves and what we know to be our individual, our greatness, both individually as women, as collectively as women. And then I think about the story of the the DC girls who had gone missing and the conversation that went back and forth between, well, these girls are runaways, so we don't need to put them on social media that, and then toggled back to, well, you know, to misinformation that, that told, that told, you know, stories that these girls had gone missing in a period of 24 hours, which ended up not being factually true, but still people trying to diminish the fact that black and brown girls were missing, right? Like why, whether they went missing 24 hours ago or 24 days ago, we have to care about that. And so 
what it means is that we first as individuals have to recognize our value within ourselves and then help our sisters, help our help other women recognize the value in themselves and appreciate their value. And when I say appreciate, I don't just mean appreciate in the way that we are grateful for the value that we have, but to also increase in the way that the value of a of of a fine gem or the value of stock appreciates in value over time. Right? So there are four things that I think that we can do to appreciate our value and to put ourselves first when we think about going into this spring season that means hopefully cleaning out your closets, cleaning out both the the physical closets in your home and the closets of your life, the closets of your mind to kind of refresh and reset and go into this next quarter of the year and this next part of the year with a renewed sense of who you are and the and and the woman that you want to be and the person that you want to become because it's not only women who listen to this podcast so shout out to my brothers who are listening but you know that I speak as a woman, I speak to my sisters. But anyway, the first thing that we can do to appreciate our value is to process your story and your emotions. I, as someone who has struggled with a variety of emotional challenges over the course of my life due to things that I was exposed to in my childhood and 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 delaying addressing those things into my adulthood, I cannot overstate the importance of knowing the things that cause you struggle, that cause you pain. And it doesn't mean, and I'm not saying that if you haven't, that this is only for people who've experienced some form of trauma or something very dramatic that happened in their life or in their childhood, but all of us have experiences that shape who we are. And if we're not careful, those experiences create foundations from which we build our future relationship and our sense of self around. And if you don't pay attention to what triggers you that causes you to react in a certain way, for example, I had a conversation with a friend of mine uh, the other day and he said something to me and I went off. I was so, it, it, he, it struck me in a way that he was like, wait a minute, I, hold on, I just said this. And I was like, you know what? You're right. And I had to step back because it's important that you understand the way that your experiences have influenced you and influenced and continue to influence the person that you are and the person that you can continue to become. Because there's room for everyone to shift and change and grow and to break patterns and habits that we have experienced in our lives. But if you're not aware of those of the experiences that have caused you the the feeling or that have created that kind of issue for you. If you've never taken time to process and work through that experience, then you are diminishing your value every single day because you have put almost like a glass ceiling on where for you, where you can grow because you're fighting with things that you're not even aware that you're fighting out, you're fighting against. And processing your story, processing your experiences and just knowing who you are and how you move in this world. It takes time, it takes effort, it takes a great deal of self-awareness and a desire to do that kind of work. But I can promise you the 
value that I've seen on the side of the, on this side of the work that I've done, it is some of the best, it's the best feeling to know that, yeah, you know, I, this is, this kind of thing pisses me off when I hear it, but I know that. And I know where that comes from. And because I know where that comes from, I can check it. But if I'm just running around reacting to things in a negative way and not checking it, then that's going to be a problem. So I want you to think about the value of an importance of processing your story and your emotions. The second thing that you can do to put yourself first and appreciate your value is to embrace your authentic self, which is informed by your story and understanding your story and where you come from. Brene Brown defines authenticity as the daily practice of letting go of who we think we are supposed to be and being who we truly are. When I read that, I was like, dang, that's mad deep. And it sounds, it sounds like kind of like flighty and fluffy, right? But when you actively break free of what you think this world wants you to be. So for example, American society and particularly mainstream like culture, pop culture has these boxes that they want black and brown people to fit in. And we see it reflected sometimes in the things that we in our in our music, we see it sometimes reflected in the kinds of movies that get made by certain types of people about black people or that cast black or brown people in movies and they kind of have this caricature. Or they assume that because I come from a single parent home raised by my grandmother for a certain period of years, the daughter of two recovering drug addicts, that I am supposed to have a certain type of life outcome. And if I feed into what they want me to be, then I can't authentically be who God has purposed me to be. So when you think about letting go of the weight that, let's say, even your parents have defined a career for you that you're supposed to have, or your siblings, or whoever it is that's placed this expectation on you that is counter to who you want to be, in order for you to appreciate your own value, you have to be willing to let those things go and walk every day in the person that you want to be. And sometimes getting to understand and know Who that person is requires you to do some digging. It requires you to do some soul searching. It requires you to acknowledge where you have maybe hindered yourself in some ways. It requires you to to recognize that some of your stuff actually does stink and you have to fix that stuff. But when when you get to it and can walk in with your chest out knowing more and more who you are, and I say that as someone who has very recently begun to see this transformation within myself. And it is, it is a blessing. It is a blessing. And I would not trade it for the world. So I encourage you to embrace who you are and recognize the value that lies within you through embracing your authentic self. And this means getting in touch with your goals, understanding what drives you, understanding what scares you, understanding what has scarred you, the things that you care about, your ambitions, your fears, the thoughts that you love to have, that you hope to have, the fear that you are, that sometimes keeps you from operating your faith, the goals that you have about your fitness and your health, stress and joy related to your finances, all of those things make us part of who we are. And so get it. And of course, I'm not telling you you're going to do this in one day. It's not going to be an 
hour long session that you can do on a weekend that's going to get you to understand who your authentic self is, but it's a daily practice and process. And so what you have to take that time to do that work and to take the time to get to know who you are so that when you know who you are and you show up in a room, you don't have to apologize for who you are when you show up in that room because people are going to, people know and people are going to respect you because you know how the thing that we're, that we're, we see in other people, that confidence, that charisma, and sometimes it's fake confidence, but we're going to assume that this confidence that I'm talking about is, is pure and genuine. It's not because they have some magic pill or they were born in a certain kind of way, but it's just because they're comfortable in their skin. I've had friends that I've known for years and I've always admired that about them. It's just like, yo, how did you, how are you so comfortable with who you are? And that's a, it's a, process that started sometimes in their childhood or that they have made the decision as they've gotten older to really embrace and to own and walk in that thing that makes them who they authentically are. So embrace your most authentic self as you take the journey to appreciate your own value. The third thing that you can do to appreciate your value is to prioritize your health and wellness. Without your health, you are useless to yourself and you have less of an ability to do the thing that you are purposed to do, period. And when I say health, health comes, it looks like a a variety of different things, but it is so important that you take time to take care of yourself, rejuvenate yourself. There were a few days last week where I was like, you know what? It's nine o'clock. I'm going to bed. I'm just going to lay down and I'm going to go to sleep. You know why? Because I'm tired. And that is oh. Okay. There's this culture that tells us that we shouldn't sleep, team, no sleep and all that. No, you know, I don't get eight hours of sleep and you guys know that. And I've talked about that on the show before, but you have to take care of yourself. You have to make sure that you're going to the doctor, that you are paying attention to your body when something used to feel one way, but now it feels another way. Don't ignore that. Make sure you get your teeth checked, get your teeth cleaned. We only get one set. Like these little, these little things that's, that we take for granted, we only get one body and our bodies are our temples. And so it is our responsibility to make sure that we care for these things that we will not get another version of. We're not going to get an upgrade. We can't just trade it in when we get, when a new model comes out, cause there will be no new model. You are your best model. And so you have to do, people ask me all the time because I'm on the thinner side. Well, why do you work out? What are you training for? Somebody asked me that today. I'm like, what, why do I have to be training for something? I can't just want to go to the gym. I can't want to, you know, look like, you know, Regina King and Angela Bassett and Michelle Obama when I'm over 50. Can I, can I, can I live my life that way? Uh, but you know, you have, so you have to prioritize that because no one else will, your job won't do it because they will let you work as many hours as they, as, as you will give them and, and not give you the time that you need to care for yourself. Your family isn't going to do it for you. They might become accountability partners, but until you make it a priority for yourself, no one else will make it a priority because their health, your health has to be your own priority. So please take care of yourself. If that means going to therapy, if that means talking to a counselor, if that means talking to a pastor, if that means talking with a nutritionist, getting a personal trainer to help you develop a workout plan, which is something that I highly recommend. Getting HelloFresh to to now start cooking your own meals. Going to the grocery store on a budget and buying, staying away from the stuff that they sell in the middle of the aisles because they always say that that's that's the most processed stuff in most supermarkets is anything that's not on the 
perimeter, even though one can argue that a lot of the stuff on the perimeter is also processed, but that's another conversation for another day. But prior, prioritize your health and your wellness. Make sure that you are taking care of yourself so that you can be your best self as you look forward to appreciating your value. The fourth thing that you can do to appreciate your value is to cultivate deep relationships. We are not meant to go through this life alone in the sense that we don't have people to lean on. We might not always have people. The people who we lean on, I should say, are not always the people who we think we were supposed to be able to lean on. Family does not always show up in the way people think family is supposed to show up. And sometimes they come in the form of friends, in the, in the form of other relationships that you have. But it is so important to have people who want to invest in you and see you do well and who will hold you accountable to the kind of person and to the goals that you set for yourself. And I remember a time where I was very reluctant to let people in. And I actually got called out by some of the women who are my closest friends today via a letter. Uh, I might have, I may have mentioned that one time on the show, but there was a time where I was in a relationship and I was having a lot of arguments with my, with my ex, you know, now ex-boyfriend. And I got a letter from my friends telling me that you can't be the person that everybody comes to if you won't come to other people with the things that you're dealing with. And that letter at the time, I don't even think at the time I appreciated how much and what really what they were really trying to say to me. But deep relationships mean that there is someone, at least one person that you can go to to share your thoughts, your fears, your concerns, your worries. And this is not um, it doesn't have to be romantic. It can be just a friendship. But the value of knowing that there is someone who will listen to you, and I pray that there is more than one person who knows some of the things that are very, very important to you, who can tell more than one person, oh, these are the things that Tiffany cares about. These are the things that Tif- that worry Tiffany. They're not going to tell all your business, but there are people who are who are so connected to the things that matter to me that they know who I am, that I know I have someone that is outside of myself that I can lean on and that I can go to for support. There is so much value in that. And you can't, because we're, like I said, we are not supposed to do this thing alone. Friendships, humans are communal people. We're by, by our nature supposed to be in communities and in teams and in groups of people. And this is not to say that every person that you call a friend should be that one person or that, that have that be that cultivated deep relationship that you have. But you need to be able to invest and identify at least one person in your life that you can go to and connect to and then that have that person have, that, have a reciprocal relationship with you because it is very gratifying. It is very fulfilling to be able to do, to, to be able to share in a, in a relationship that goes back and forth between people who know and who can invest in you and want to pour into you. So I said, you know, the the idea behind this episode is really about understanding and appreciating your value because we, in order for us to be the very best that we're supposed to be, we have to know what we are worth and we also have to work to increase our worth. 
And you do that by taking time to understand who you are, understand what drives you, understand what motivates you, understand what scares you, and then be able to share in that with other people and to prioritize the things that are important to you by being who you are and being comfortable enough in your own skin and being willing to do the work to get to that point. I lived my life for years under this facade of confidence, under this this cloak of achievement that was all defined by external things that I had. And I used my sense of humor to kind of carry me through different kinds of relationships. And I would go home and I was miserable. I would go home and just be in so much pain and shared it with no one until literally one day I got so sick and tired of myself I was tired of myself. I was tired of my pain. I was tired of asking myself questions that I could not answer inside of my own mind. And that was when, and that journey started maybe eight years ago. And that was when I really began to kind of come out of my shell and do the work that I talked about in this episode, going through these three, these, these four things to appreciate my value. And again, this journey does not have a stopping point. It had a clear starting point for me, but it does not have an end because I will always, and we all should always be working to continue to get better, continue to always look to see where am I growing? Where am I getting better? Where am I improving? Where can I continue to improve? And then being able to say, here is how I am doing and what I'm doing to work to continue to grow and improve my value. So I want you to think about these four things to process your story and your emotions, embrace your most authentic self, prioritize your health and wellness, and cultivate deep relationships with people who want to and will invest in you. Before I wrap up this week's episode, I just want to ask you guys to do me a really, really, really big favor. I have created a survey, a listener survey, where I want to know about some of the career and personal development challenges that you are facing. And if you go to the show notes for this week's episode, or if you go to bit.ly slash TIFF South survey, you can download the survey there, but it'll also be in the show notes and you can access the show notes right from your podcast app. But the goal of this survey is to, like I said, understand more about some of the struggles that you're having or successes that you're having in your career, in your personal development. And I, as a, as a kind of thank you, I am giving away coaching sessions with me. So at the end of the survey, once you take it, you'll see a place to enter your email. And if you enter your email, you will be entered in to win a coaching session with me. So the Survey is at bit.ly slash TIFF South Survey. It'll be in the show notes. It'll be on my Instagram. It'll be on my Twitter. Please complete the survey. I really appreciate you in advance. And now we'll get to the wrap up of episode 37. So thank you for listening to the 37th episode of How Does She Do It? This week, I'm going to share a an email that I got from Sonia Says, and it reads, I love your podcast and listen regularly. I jotted down these notes from episode 35. I was reluctant to share it back in February because of the rushed handwriting, but today I pinned it on my board above my desk and thought I'd share it anyway. Keep up the great work. Know that people are listening, learning, and enjoying. Have a great day. 
When I tell you that this email came in such a way and she sent me a picture of her handwritten notes that came from the episode where I spelled out the acronym for vision and um, and how to make sure that your actions are aligned with your vision. It was so on time and it filled me with so much joy. And these things, I do not take them for granted. I do not take your downloads. I do not take your your reviews, your emails, and even the silence. <laughs> I do not take it for granted because I it reminds me of why I'm doing this. And so I appreciate you, Sonia says. I appreciate everyone else who listens to this podcast. Please, if you have not already, leave a five-star rating and review. This helps get the show seen by other people. It helps keeps, keep it somewhere on the front page of the iTunes podcast store. And you can just search for the name, How Does She Do It, in the podcast app, and then tap review, and then you can leave a review that way. But I really, really appreciate it. And I just want to share a few things that are coming up in the show. What I'm going to be doing is sharing mini, I'm going to, I'm going to start doing mini episodes. So an episode that's maybe six to 10 minutes long, that is a reflection on a quote or a thought. I've been doing these videos on Facebook live and on Instagram that are around a morning motivation quote, motivational quote. And I want to share those with you. But if you can follow me on Instagram at Tiff South Facebook, uh, and Twitter, you can find, you can get access to the videos that way of the ones that I've done so far. But going forward, I want to share those with you on the podcast, just so that I have a different type of content to share with you, another little thing to get us between the weeks that we don't interact with each other via this medium. And just another, just more information, more reflections, more thoughts. And if you have a quote that really touches you, if you have something that really hits you, send me an email, Tiffany at HowDoesSheDoItPodcast.com, and I will try to work that into these mini episodes that I have going forward. But I'm looking forward to this new season. I have an interview with two dynamic, dynamic women who I hold very close to my heart coming up in uh, in two weeks, and I really hope that you tune into that. But the next episode that you'll hear from me will be one of these mini episodes. And until next time, as always, thank you so much for your for your support and be blessed and be a blessing. Peace.